everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of Disney with the Ducks. My name is Jody B, and I am here tonight with my good friends and fellow ducks, Kevin, Kroll, Jeff, and Mean Gene. Hey, everybody. And tonight, hey we are super excited to talk to you a little bit about first-time trips, the tricks and tips. Um, it's been a little while since our first time, but um, a lot of us has, have helped friends or family members the first time down at Disney World, so we uh, are excited to share that with you. But first, we're going to go around the horn and just see how everybody's doing. Any updates or fun things happening in everybody's lives? How about you, Kev? So this past weekend, I took both my boys, uh, at seven, eight and almost nine, to... Uh, a renaissance festival so that was a very interesting thing um, I, I will say that as the day goes on it gets more and more interesting with the type of uh, character <laughs> that show up. Um, and kids start asking a lot of, lots of questions so um we, we stayed there for about four hours after that it was we kind of hit our limit and uh, i didn't know if we were seeing what i thought we were seeing or if it was just really hot outside maybe both um yeah it was it was entertaining I had a lot of explaining to do on the way home. That's awesome. <laughs> Did yeah. you guys so, dress up? Uh, the boys dressed up. I wore a Batman shirt. You know, the dark night. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love so, it. Kevin, yes. did you eat a did you eat a turkey leg? Because I think that's no, a rite of passage. It was too hot. It was oh. like ninety degrees outside. So, um, no, we didn't do that. But they did have some some good lemonade and stuff like that. So, did you take pictures? For the most part, it was it was a lot of fun. We got to visit a castle. Um, that somebody actually built themselves and they live in it. They do tours. So you go through one room. It's kind of a big deal around here um, in, in May. So did you take pictures, Kevin? I did. All right. You have to send those over. Cause I'm no curious some of the Renaissance. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It was fun. There's some I, that, you know, I didn't take, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I tried to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. They were fun. I've never I been to a festival, but now, now you want, now I'm kind of curious to go. Now <laughs> I just want to do a show on an Renaissance festival. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's an experience. I think everyone needs once in their life for it sure. Is. Yeah, absolutely. It makes Comic-Con look very tame. Yeah. But also, like you said, it's always hot. Even in, in Michigan, we have ours in August and it's like 90 degrees and humid, but these people are dressed up in the leather outfits and everything. It's, it's something. Jody, we can meet up between something. you and me south of um, Columbus. They have the big Renaissance Festival um, weekends in September and October. We took Riley down a couple of years ago and actually it was pretty neat. So maybe we'll make that a meetup trip here in this fall. All right. A duck meetup. Love it. <laughs> All right, Kroll, what's going on in your world? Well, we had my son is in fourth grade in elementary school, and we had the county elementary um, science Olympiad tournament this weekend. So we have, I think, 62 schools come to it. Um, it's at the community college by our house, and it's really fun. It's like an all day event. They have, I think, 17 different events that they compete in. Um, and my son's elementary school took fifth place overall. So um, wow. it was really exciting. And I, one of the event coaches, so it was just really cool to see them perform so well and the kids all having fun and, and doing something um, that's going to help them learn about science and hopefully lead to, to some more STEM careers and that type of thing for the kids. So yeah, it was, it was really cool. We had a good time and um, yeah, we did, we were there all day, got to hang out with some of the other parents and that type of thing. So it's, it's always a fun time. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, to them. That's, great. that's great. Yeah, that's good that's stuff. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, that is. All right, Jeff, how are you? I am great. Um, by the time this comes out, it'll be a little post-dated, and I'm sure you'll all see some pictures and stuff. But <clears throat> heading into this weekend, me and Riley are going on a daddy-daughter trip down to Disney World, and we are doing the AP preview for Guardians of the Galaxy. So this will be our right. first trip like this without Carly. Um, she is a little bitter, um, but it's okay. <laughs> we're we're going to have a great time. We're staying in a new resort we've never stayed at because it's kind of a last-minute booking. Um, we're going to be at All-Star Music, so we'll see some okay. pictures coming through and some video and be excited to give our thoughts on Guardians here next week. Oh, I cannot wait to hear all about yeah, it. It looks yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, and Jeff, my favorite part of this trip is that you came to this group to ask us if you should go or not. Once you do that, it was just a constant barrage for about 20 minutes. Of, did you yeah, actually talk to your wife before you came to the group and asked us? Or did you I just sent her an email to us first. 
I sent her an email in jest that says, I, I'm taking Riley to this and I'm driving down, which is about a 14-hour drive for a, a three-minute ride. And then you guys started saying, well, maybe look at flights from Frontier. And I was like, I've never flown Frontier. So we checked it out and flights weren't too horrible. It's actually going to be about the same as what it paid me in gas. So I can make that 28 hours up and take the extra time. And so we're going to go down, enjoy and see how it goes. That's nice. Exciting. Can't wait to hear all about it. Mm -hmm, for sure. All right, Mean Gene. Yeah, this is the busiest, the busiest month of my life. Between, uh, we've already had it, we've talked about on a show, a Disney trip with, with cheer stuff, Mother's Day, uh, daughter's birthday today, wife's birthday yesterday, um, a son graduated last week, um, a senior trip that my wife has taken 10 boys on um, oh in a couple boy. of weeks. Um, all that stuff, cheer tryouts, volleyball tryouts. I'm ready for the month to be over with. I'm just ready. Uh, but it's fun. It's all fun stuff. But, man, it's busy. It's a lot. Where's the senior trip going? Uh, They're going to um, Orange Beach, Gulf Shores, Alabama. Um, so, like, the, it's right on the Florida-Alabama uh, border. I mean, it's a, you know, we usually go to the, the Florida panhandle for vacations. But that's, you know, a couple hours before that. It's a lot of people from around here go there for different things and for vacation every year. And so we've been there lots of times. Super fun. Mm -hmm. What about you, Jody? What's going on in your life? Well, our construction's finally started, so that's exciting. Um, but I'm terrible at making any decisions on any flooring or paint or anything. So that's that's been a little overwhelming for me because that's not my skill set. Um, and then sports, sports ball, as Carly calls it. Um, so I've been doing lots of sports all weekend with my kiddos. And we took our dog on her first road trip with us to go to a sporting event. So that was fun. Our, our golden retriever um, got to sleep in a hotel room for the first time. And she thought that, that was pretty awesome. So, and our kids thought it was super awesome. That, that was, was fun. That's good. Fun the weekend. So. Good. All right. So who wants to start us off? So I, I was saying that, Tomorrow, I'm going across the street and um, having the opportunity to work with my neighbors who are going to Disney, not for the first time, but the first time in a long time. And um, super excited. They have a list of questions. I can't wait to talk to them and see what their questions are. One of the questions um, that they said was like, hey, can we get the Disney dining plan? And I said, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it doesn't exist right now in 2022. Um, so it's just fun to work with people who haven't gone before or maybe haven't gone in a long time. So we're going to talk about some of our suggestions for first timers or maybe first in a long time. Um, who would like to go first with some ideas? I, I, can I ask a question real quick, Jody? Yeah, um, of course. So are they, have they already planned the trip or are they, is that, are they in that part of the trip where they're actually just planning at this point? So it's going to be a big family endeavor. So mm -hmm. grandparents are going and I think other, they're one of their siblings and maybe their children are going also. So I think it's going to be like a group of 11, which okay. has its own, um, yeah. Interesting opportunities, we'll call them. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah, they, th that part's already decided. So some of the things that I was already suggesting to them, they already had figured out. So. Okay. Gene, are so, you taking notes on all of these? So that way you, on your next trip, you have all these first time trips. Well, for me, it's always the first time <laughs> as you guys know. So yeah. So I appreciate you pointing that out. I would, that saves me the, the opportunity of saying that. Okay. <laughs> Um, if nobody else has one, I, I'll share one that I think is an overarching one that affects every area of your um, your vacation or your Disney trip. And that's make sure when you're looking at where you want to stay that um, you really consider what you're going to be doing on your trip and what parks you think you're going to like the most. Um, and, and honestly, I think my, my main tip is to stay on property your first time because then you're inside the Disney bubble. You've got access to all the Disney transportation. Um, you've got food available in your resort. You've got a great pool, all that kind of stuff that we talked about in some of the earlier episodes. Um, you have all that and you really feel like you're at Disney. I think to me, if you're staying off property, if you've been there a bunch of times and you know what you're doing, that's that's perfect, right? Save some money, stay off property, and experience some other parts of Orlando and Central Florida. But if it's your first Disney trip, I think you got to do whatever you can to try and stay in, in the hotels. And luckily, they have resorts that are you know value up to deluxe, um, so you can hopefully find something within your budget and and that you really enjoy the theming of and everything. Yeah, yeah, and I, I kind of. 
I'm going to piggyback that on that a little bit is my, my suggestion to everybody right away is find a travel agent. Um, I think that people think that it costs money to use a travel agent. And at least the ones that I know, they don't charge, um, their services are free, but they provide such an amazing amount of knowledge and resource and, um, support. So when you're, I mean, I don't even know how many hotels are on Disney property. Um, how many resorts? Anybody 30-ish. know that number? How many? 30-ish. 30-ish? Okay. So, I mean, they know all the ins and outs of all, or at least yeah. they should. They should at least be able to guide you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my, before anyone gets started, I always say to them, you know, I would strongly suggest that you you get in contact with a travel agent if you don't know one, yeah. happen to know. Uh, there's mm-hmm. There's a running court team that we're a part of, and there's quite a few of them that are that are travel agents. So, um, but I just think that they can help guide first timers, and really, first timers need, you know, that as much support as possible because there's so much to learn. Yep, and I mean, we're not novices except for Gene, for the most part of this. And even for me and Riley's trip that we had booked, I called Ben, and Ben took care of my room and everything for me. Um, just saves time for me and saves some hassle. And if I run into trouble, I know that I can just make a phone call to Ben and he's there to help me out on it too. So yeah. absolutely recommend using a travel agent. So, And Jeff, that's Ben Lappin, right? From uh, from the Marathon Running Group that we were part it of. It is. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, he's a, a great resource. But Jody, you're right. I mean, that's the, one of the big things I think too that I always tell friends is like, look, it doesn't cost you anything and it helps out these small businesses. Yeah. It's It's, you know... Right. A win all around because yep. you can take advantage of, of all that. And, and if there is, if 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 the dining plan ever comes back, um, I'm, I'm sure it will because I'm a positive kind of guy. But um, our first big trip, we did actually with 11 people, uh, three families, and we did it through um, a local Disney planner here. And man, she just we became friends. She's you know I'm just a big fan, but she changed things and she did a couple different trips for us. She changed things on the fly as far as dinners. Um, she just made lots of really good things happen for us. Um, that, that's just a great suggestion. I'm a big fan of the Disney planner. I mean, there's some trips where we've done where we couldn't use one uh, because it was cheer and you can only do it through, but man, when, when there's opportunity to do that 100%. Yep. What about you, Kevin? You got any good beginner tips here? <clears throat> yeah. So uh, big for me, technology um, and maps. So I, I recommend before you go, study the map of the parks you want to go to not necessarily memorize all the areas but knowing kind of where where different rides are and things like that in the parks having the app with you will help a lot to be able Mm -hmm. to locate where these things are when you're there it'll give you walking directions even so it what you don't want to have on your first trip is you you take a you get you go to ride pirates and then you go all the way over to uh, space mountain and then you go back to um, haunted mansion and then you go back to wherever and you're just tra- walking all a lot of unnecessary steps on your feet and kind of knowing where things are really helps out a lot kind of picturing where those things are and then using the app to help supplement that when you're there so um, a little bit of preparation ahead of time goes a long way yeah for um, sure so that that's my recommendation definitely have the app because you're going to need it um if you go with some of the other options that are available, we'll talk about in a minute, but um, it also has some interactive things in the parks that as they grow into the new magic band plus, there's a bunch of new opportunities with that. So yep. some of those things we don't even know yet, but I know that there's a couple things they've released that some of the, um, the statues will, you might be able to interact with those and some of the games and things like that. So Hey, um, Kevin, that's a great point. Now, it just reminds me of something from my recent trip. Um, we had, we were a whole bunch of, you know, there's a bazillion teenagers. I don't know how many. We had probably 125 girls uh, from our cheer, wow. uh, from our gym there. And my, my daughter's team has like 30 girls. And the coach, you know, it wasn't mandatory, but one day he's like, look, this day I want everybody, if they can, they have a tradition, they ride uh, um, haunted, uh, I'm sorry, Tower of Terror together. And so they were meeting up at four o'clock. All the girls, their favorite ride was right around the corner at Rock and Roller Coaster. It was shut down. It quit. And so they're all in line. And 
some of the adults are kind of waiting. And all of a sudden you saw a girl look at her phone and all, and 40 girls, 30 girls and a few adults took off running for, mm -hmm. um, rock and roller coaster. It came back alive and we kept, we took off running too. And so we, there was no wait. We actually, we didn't yeah. run, but we walked over there. We went in and because they were monitoring the app, they, and then they got, when they finished, they got right back in line to exact place where they were. It didn't, it hadn't moved or anything. And so it was just a really cool moment. <clears throat> so that's one tip that, you know, to speak to the technology, you can monitor those rides. Um, I, I stay on top of that because there's things I might want to ride that I say, Oh, you know what? It's a little far away, but um, we were going to, we're going to ride that anyway. There's only a 25 minute wait. Let's go do that. That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. The other thing, and this has been around for a while, but it's more um, there. There's, there's more of it now, but um, do you see this fuel rod? Um, I have a whole bunch of batteries that we always, you know, pack. Oh, with. Yeah. but the fuel rod, actually I bought this in my airport, my local airport for like 20 bucks um, at Disney. They're 30, I believe, but you can swap them out. And actually on the map, you can find where they are on the map. Used to, they only had a few. Now they seem to be everywhere. You come out of rides and they're in the, the, you know, there's a gift shop at the end of every ride and they're, they're in there. And so you can swap these out. You don't have to carry, you know, 10 batteries like my, my daughter mm -hmm. was doing. Um, now the park that we won't speak of, the, the other franchise in the, across town, they actually charge $3 to swap them out. But as of now, Walt Disney world is not, it did go up 10 bucks, uh, in, you know, from the time I originally bought one to now, uh, but it doesn't cost anything to swap them out. Yep. That's a good, that's a good point. What about you, I Jeff? Think, I think my most important thing is whenever you're planning your first trip or you haven't been in a while is know that you can't do everything. Don't try yes. to do everything. Yeah. Make a list of your priorities. <clears throat> These are the main things I want to go for mm -hmm. and just go for those. But you're never going to see it all. I mean, every trip we go down, we do something new that we've never done before. So you, you're never going to get to it all. So don't stress about that part. Just do what you can and bring your own fun with you and know that it's not going to be perfect. You're going to miss some things, but have fun with it and don't stress over what you don't get to do. Hey, on a previous show, Lonnie said, uh, we were talking about this thing, this same thing. Lonnie said, pack your patience and be flexible or something like that. And I repeated yeah. it on our last trip. I repeated it again and again and again, because I still have yet to see harmonious. I don't know what Philharmonic, Phil, whatever, filibuster. I don't know, you know, <laughs> but one day, one day, you know, I didn't get there. We just all presidents, you know, uh, whatever. <laughs> I think they're Muppets now, but, um, you know, you just can't do it all. You can't. <laughs> yeah. And, and Jeff, your point about, you know, or Gene, you mentioned being flexible and, and Jeff, things are, aren't going to be perfect, right? Especially most people going down there are going to be bringing kids with them for their first trip and things go wrong with kids. You know, somebody might have yes. too much ice cream and get sick. They might get <laughs> tired. You know, you got to be flexible enough to, to take a break back at the hotel for a little right. bit and, you know, recharge. And, and yeah, you might miss out on one or two rides, but your trip's going to be way better overall. Right. And speaking of that, if, if kind of piggybacking off of yours, Kroll, um, if you have babies, you know, they have baby areas and they have first aid areas. So if something happens and one of your kids gets sick, you know, or you get a baby that needs a diaper change, things like that, there are areas and they, they are very well equipped and they have clean areas and um, with cartoons in some of them. So I've taken my kids there many times and that's something that most people may not think about. Um, but the app and, every, and the maps and everything will show you where those areas are. So, yeah. And they're air conditioned, Kevin, which is huge. <laughs> if you're there for like four, very helpful when it's a million Absolutely. degrees. Outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Judy, that, what about you? That kind of piggybacks on something that I was thinking about. Kevin was don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, whether no. you're on the bus or at the resort or, at the pool or in the park or you're in the bathroom talking, you know, the Disney cast members are really fabulous people and they will help you. And if they don't know the answer, they're going to try to find someone who does. I, I've asked a question that stumped them a lot of times. My favorite question to ask them in Magic Kingdom is, is there a refillable water station yet in Magic Kingdom for your water bottles? And the answer is still no, um, unless it just changed, which would make me really happy. But um, don't be afraid to ask because they, even though your question may seem crazy, 
they're there to help and they really do want to help you if you're lost or confused or if you don't know what's going on you know cast members are fabulous so um please don't be a, don't feel bad about asking for help for anybody who's dressed in those cast member uniforms i'm going to piggyback off of you for a second with my next one jody um you said about the refillable water stations make sure you hydrate while you're down there you're going to be walking lots yes. and lots and lots of yeah. miles mm -hmm. you're going typically it's going to be hot there's some cool days here or there but for the most part most of the time when you're going to go it's going to be hotter than what you're used to and water can get expensive if you're buying the little bottles of the saunis um so don't you can get free little cups of water all the time um at most of the quick service locations so save your money there find the refillable stations and that's no problem too so but Yes, hydrate, drink lots of water while you're there. Choose your yeah, footwear wisely, too. Yeah, that's what I was going to say on that. You know, just looking at number of steps. I mean, typically you go between ten and 15,000 steps on the park day mm -hmm. easily. And that can – and a lot of that is standing around. Um, so definitely have, like Gene said, some some very comfortable shoes and probably another pair of shoes just in case, you know. So – yeah, and, and and make sure you've worn them a day or two before you head down on your trip because um, there's nothing like getting down there and realizing, wow, that shoe didn't quite fit the way that I thought it was going to and now I've got a really bad blister. So um, mm -hmm. practice walking in those shoes before you leave for your trip. Um, and don't worry about trying to, ladies or men, men even, but don't worry about trying to look cute. <laughs> this is not, this is, not a time to go for your fashion. I have seen women walking in the park with heels on before. And I, I, I mean, maybe that's just their comfort level. That's not my comfort level, but, um, function over style. Yeah, function yeah. Over some, style. some of us just can't help it though. Right, John. Am I right? Girl? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have to put out the effort to be cute. It know, just right? happens. Whether I'm in new balances <laughs> or stilettos. That's right. Yeah. It's my calves. They just, they're great. Yeah. Sexy calves. Well, we know shoes are incredibly important and making sure that you're, you know, breaking those shoes before you head down there. We also talked about water, staying hydrated, 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 because whew, it's hot in Florida. Uh, what other type of fueling options or things to keep you, keep you going through your park day? Anybody have any suggestions or tips on that? Yeah. So, I mean, basically a park day, Kevin mentioned it, you're putting in a ton of steps, you're burning a lot of energy. You need to replenish that energy. And one of the best things about Disney, I think is, is all the food. Um, so one of the things you want to make sure you're doing when you're looking at what restaurants you want to go to, and you're trying to get all those reservations at your 60 day mark is if you see a reservation that you think you might want, grab it. And then you can always modify it later or just cancel it and get a different one. But those reservations go super quick and Disney allows you to have, um, as long as they're not overlapping the amount of time you're going to be at the restaurant, you can have several per day and then you can kind of adjust your plans. Um, but that's one of my biggest tips is just go out there. If you see something that interests you, get the reservation and, and you can change it later, but at least that way you have a restaurant, you know, you like and you have it reserved. And I'm just gonna put a little asterisk next to what uh, Carol's saying here. So reservations are only required for sit down locations. Um, there are different types of dining at, at Walt Disney World. Disneyland is a different thing, but at Walt Disney World. Um, so if you're gonna, you're gonna sit down and you typically have a server come to your table, you do need a reservation for those type of um, meals. And right now in May of 2022, it's a, 60 days in advance um, is when you would book that reservation. Now, a, something called quick service, so I, I'd call that more of like a Panera style uh, a restaurant or even a McDonald's style restaurant where you place an order and they hand you your food. You don't need a reservation for that. You can you can go in, you have to move order, that's another topic, but um, but for the most part, you, you, you don't need a reservation for those. So um, just a little, little sidebar on that. We don't want anyone to get confused and they need, need a reservation for every single thing that they're going to put in their mouth. So. <laughs> yeah, Jody, especially with this being a one uh, a first timers episode, there probably is a lot of acronyms and, and words like table service mm -hmm. and stuff. So I'm glad, I'm glad you explained yeah. that. Yeah, no worries. No worries. What about I'm you, gonna, Jeff? I'm going to contradict you slightly, John. I agree with a lot of what you just said. I know, I know. Um, by boxing gloves. My heart. I know. I'm, I'm sorry, but I agree that book the reservations. There's something you want because you can always cancel. 
but if you're going down for the first time and we struggled with this for the first several trips we went down don't overbook your meals um we planned our trips that seemed around having to get to a restaurant to a restaurant to a restaurant and it was very stressful for us um you're probably going to eat a lot less than what you think you're going to eat um again it's hot you're moving you don't want to stop for that long it's nice to have a meal to get in and out of the heat and everything but try to watch over booking and planning too many you don't need three full sit down meals a day whenever you're down there um that's a lot of food and you're not going it's it gets very expensive um but try not to over plan that as well so yeah and, and i'll piggyback off that kind of way we do it is we'll do one sit down per day or every other day um, but we'll with the kids and all you know keeping them fed so carrying around some snacks and that that's a um a pretty helpful little tip things that don't go bad in the heat like apples bananas uh, extra water what we usually do is we'll take a frozen bottle of water and put it in and that will keep your back cool with your backpack and then by the time it's melted you're ready to drink it it also helps to keep other food in your bag cold so uh, sometimes we'll pack like the little uncrustable sandwiches and things like that just as little snacks um but on top of that, you know, Jody mentioned the mobile ordering. That's a big, big tip. Um, you can save so much time by doing that. You can mobile order while you're, you know, waiting to hop on a ride. By the time you're done, you can walk right up, grab your food, and be be good. It's it saves so much time rather than waiting in the line. So, and a and a good TA or travel agent, if you don't know that acronym. So thanks for the reminder, girl. A good travel agent um, will give you suggestions for mobile ordering and a lot of videos are out there. You can YouTube um, and look for how to mobile order at Walt Disney World and it's gonna take you through a sample of how to do that. I know um, I've looked at a lot of YouTube videos over the years in particular lately with all the Genie Plus and individual lightning lane and all that craziness. Um, there's some great videos to teach you how to get through some things. So, um, but again, if you're, if you, are hungry and you don't know how to mobile order you can talk to a cast member and they're going to walk you through it so don't don't feel mm -hmm. like you're not in the know and you're you have to suffer and be starving um and that's something you can actually practice on the app ahead of time you can go in yeah. you can do the order food you can play go through select your time go through the process um you don't have to actually hit the button that you're here obviously because you're not but you can go through the whole process and see how it works and get used to it so yeah and we've we've mentioned the app once or twice before but i don't think we actually said the name of the app um, the name of the Walt Disney World app in particular is called My Disney Experience. So, um, and it's, you can look at the, when you're on, right? Am I right about that? Yeah. Okay. All of a sudden I thought I was wrong. You were giving me a look like, oh, did I say the name wrong? Has it changed? No, no, no. no you're good. Um, <laughs> see, new things happen all the time, guys. Some people. But that website, that website and account will, is kind of your every, everything account yeah. for disney so i mean yep. it's all in one place so most people will if they buy their tickets on their own they'll buy them through that app and then you know all that's tied together especially with the room reservations and yep. all that stuff is tied together and then also linked to the app so you can kind of see all of that you can even unlock your room now with mm -hmm. the app so Kind of, kind of Sometimes nice. when it works. Sometimes. <laughs> Going back to what you had said, Kevin, about snacks and stuff and keeping the kids happy. A lot of people don't know that you can bring your own food and drinks inside the parks too. They do not discourage that. Um, so That's if you right. have no no glass containers, no alcohol, I think are the rules, right. right? But if you want to right. pack Cheerios or food or sandwiches and have a picnic in the gazette or the little green area, knock yourself out. So even if you even if you want to eat at the park for every meal you still want to have a snack because if you're stuck in a line and and the kids are hungry and need something there's there that has been a lifesaver so many times especially with kids so yeah um so you mentioned about food so if you're staying in a resort something i'm curious of i've never done um how does the online grocery thing work has anybody done that yeah we have um we've done it through amazon so we okay. when usually when we land in Orlando, we'll start placing our we'll place our order at that point and pick a time later. And then for longer trips, we even do it in the middle. But basically, you go through like the Amazon app, um, 
add everything to your cart and it'll be pulled from either Whole Foods or from the Amazon distribution center. And they usually come in separate shipments though. That's one thing we kind of learned the hard way. Um, but I mean, you can order alcohol, you can order food, you can order anything that's available through there and they'll bring it to the resort and leave it with Bell services for you. So that's, a, that's a great option. Um, we've always used that one, but I know there's, there's through the ear for us group. Am I saying that right? You're for each other. You're for each other group. Yeah, there's there's a lot of um, local shoppers that used to be cast members that now have transitioned into a new position and they're or a new you started their own small business and they'll go out and do your shopping for you. So that's a good place to look to for that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We've used Garden Grocer before. I think is the one that we use. But um, yeah, wait. It's just nice to have a couple little things in the room more available. Yep. Um, Typically for me, it's strawberries and blueberries because those tend not to be the fruits that I find <laughs> at the park. So, and that's what I want the most. So, um, yeah, that's that's a good good point. You can you can definitely have things delivered to your room. All right, who's got another good tip? So another thing with around food and reservations, um, because that's my priority in life is is food. <laughs> um, one of the things, if you really want to go to say Ohana or, or one of those hard to get restaurants and you can't find a reservation, keep checking because there's people changing their plans all the time, but especially in the day before, um, because you have up until midnight, the night before your reservation to cancel it without a fee. So a lot of people will, will go in and, and cancel those reservations at night, um, the day before. So just keep looking and, and see what you can find. Um, there's also some paid services out there, I think through websites that you can, um, pay a subscription fee for, and they'll search for those reservations for you. So just something to keep in mind if there's uh, a certain restaurant that you really, you know, it'll break your trip if you don't go. In the same vein of that too, is they have walk-up windows for a lot of them. So you can walk up and see if you can get into it. Cause there's sometimes they can squeeze you in. Um, especially if yeah. it's right when the restaurant opens, um, obviously it's your mileage varies a little bit depending on how busy they are. So that's never a guarantee, but if you go in and look really, really hungry, um, sometimes they'll just <laughs> go ahead and let you in, but you can always ask that too. So, so you mentioned when the restaurant opens, I know some people will try to use that to their advantage to get in and be the, you know, beat the rope droppers kind of have, you want to explain kind of how that works? And we do that a lot, actually, is okay. we'll we'll book like Cinderella's Royal Table for the very first booking, say it's at 8 a.m. So usually right, right. they used to do it a lot different where you were the only people in the park. Now it's more they let everybody in and up to the hub. But then because you have a reservation at a restaurant, you get to go beyond that back to, you know, where the entrance to Cinderella's Royal Table is, which is on the back side of the castle by the mm -hmm. Peter Pan ride and, and uh, Seven Dwarves. So you get get in there. And then if you get out of your reservation before the park officially opens, you can hustle over to whatever ride you want to do and be the first in line. So that's a pretty awesome trick too, is any of those in park restaurants or like Hollywood studios, for example, you know, Hollywood and Vine. Um, we've done that quite a few times too, uh, because you know, you get in the park early and then you can run over to Toy Story Land or get back mm -hmm. to Galaxy's Edge or wherever you want to go. And you're usually one of the first people there because you can get in and out of those restaurants quickly if you really want to. Um, but Kevin, that brings up, I think, what my next one was going to be, which was character dining. And if your mm -hmm. kids love characters and you really want to see those characters, you can wait in line for an hour and 95 degrees to see Mickey for 30 seconds, or you can go book chef mickeys and have the characters come around to you and you know you're paying a little bit of extra money obviously but it's such a huge savings in time and mm -hmm. you're probably going to go eat at a restaurant anyway that day so cost wise it's not too much more um given how much time it can save you and then you're guaranteed your kids can see those characters which is it's always fun because they come to the tables and they kind of mess with your kids and they play with you and it's just it's yeah. a cooler experience than standing in line walking up getting a picture and then you know, being gone. Yeah. And I was going to kind of piggyback on that a little bit. Um, your kids are only going to be this age once. And so if you're debating whether, you, you know, if, if it's a $10 difference, and I'm not trying to spend your money for you, but if it's a $10 difference between, um, option A and option B, but option B is a character experience or something more unique, you may want to consider that, that slight upgrade because those pictures and those memories, that's a moment in time and you're never going to get that back. And they're only going to be that age that day. They're only going to be 
X year, X month, X days on that particular day. And so um, really cherish that moment and take that time to, to get the photos, you know, to meet the characters, do all the things that you see on the commercials. Because, I mean, you won't get to go skipping down Main Street USA by yourself holding a character's hand. That's not realistic. That's that's total TV uh, dramatization. But but do do the things that, that you want to do to build the memories because um, you will look fondly back on them. And, and listen, Disney trips aren't always perfect. Um, that's another thing to think of, to just, just know. Somebody's going to have a meltdown. Somebody's going to get hangry when I mean, we're adults and there's somebody on our podcast group that got hangry <laughs> at a restaurant not long ago. Um, we, you know, things happen, um, but, you know, it, it's okay. Those memories later in life, you'll, you'll look back at them and laugh at them. I mean, we, we all have. So, um, but just really, really yeah. take it in and, 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 um, but like, I think Jeff said it earlier, you can't do everything. I'm already stressing out about our trip coming up in a couple of months. And I'm like, oh, I want to do this, 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 this. You just can't. You can't do everything. So enjoy the moment that you're in and doing the things that you get to do because they'll be pretty special. For sure. Well, we're still talking about dining stuff. Um, I have another one. If you can't find your dining reservations on MDE and you're looking for places, especially at the Springs, check open table. Um, we've mentioned this on previous episodes that there's a lot of times we can find the restaurants on open table that don't show up in MDE. So definitely check that out for things. Yeah, that's a great tip, Jeff, because um, open table or some of these other ways of, of getting a reservation, they have their own allocation that could be separate from Disney's. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's a really good option. Something else to add to kind of commemorate your first or your first trip in a long time. Um, is a souvenir and it doesn't have to be you know anything crazy like a monorail or you know a big figure or a lightsaber or whatever it might be um, but I, I recommend getting the souvenir after you've been at the parks for a few days and and kind of get something to commemorate that trip what we usually try to do in our family is we'll go to the christmas shop and get an ornament and get it personalized for that trip so something that makes us think about the kids at that time in there as they're growing up or something that is kind of going on in life, that kind of thing. Um, we try to tie that to an ornament or a souvenir. Um, and if it's something that's breakable that you don't want to carry around all day, I think most of them will ship. Um, I know they'll send them to your room. I, I'm pretty sure they'll also uh, ship them to your house. I know with lightsaber and things like that, they will, but I'm not sure if it's that way with all souvenirs but um, they will ship to your home still um they currently don't ship to your room a lot of the parks will hold them at the front of the really? park for you but they haven't brought that back yet as of may okay. of 22 but um whenever riley was down there over january for art or um festival of the arts there's some things that she couldn't quite get in her luggage so she went down to the, any of the gift shops with her receipts they just packaged it up and shipped it home for us so if they will do that for you yeah, that's a great tip too because it's something I didn't know that they would do and trying to cram everything into a bag and then you risk breaking something that you, you know, that you've really longed for and it may not be re replaceable. So, right. And one of the things too, that kind of goes along with the souvenir idea, Kevin is um, the photo pass. Um, that is so worth it. Um, it comes with, you can, or you can add it on to annual passes. Now it doesn't come with them anymore, but if it's your first time, you probably don't have annual passes that you mm -hmm. just have one person in your group. Even if it's a huge family buy the photo pass. And then anytime you see those photographers in the park, they'll take your picture, scan your magic band. And, and you've got that picture able to download mm -hmm. and then you have the release to print it and everything else. So that one to me, they catch some really cool moments with kids and mm -hmm. you know, everything else. Cause you only have so many opportunities to get family photos done. Right especially by a professional. Mm -hmm. and, and this lets you do it in probably the coolest vacation place, you know, or at least the most magical, maybe not the coolest, especially in July. And I, and I will say, yeah. oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, typically as a mom and the only mom tonight on in the group, um, a lot of time I'm the one taking the photo and I'm not the one in the photo. And so that's a few, 
I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's some of our only family photos are from Disney because I'm the one making sure like, no, hold on, let me take a picture of you guys. Let me do this, let me do that. And so um, it's nice to have someone else to take your photo so you're actually in the photo for once. And if you're looking for a big bang for your buck for the photo pass, and it happens to be a race weekend, they double up. So that makes it even more worth it. So you get race photos and you get park photos with the same uh, photo pass. So just keep that in mind if your first trip is a uh, race weekend. So. Right. Yeah, I have good. I have one more tip left. Um, are we? Are there any more dining tips? I know we talked about dining quite a bit. All right. No problem. So my last tip has to do with time management and clocks. <laughs> um, there are no clocks in your Disney room resort. Drives me bananas. Um, yet you're supposed to make sure that you're up early and here and there. And um, so really pay attention to what time the parks open and allow yourself extra and then extra and then extra time to get someplace. So if a park opens at 9 a.m. and you think you're gonna go out to catch a bus at 8.45 a.m., you're not gonna make it to the park at 9 a.m. So our family typically likes, well, mentally, we like to think that we're gonna be out at a, the bus to take us to whatever park at least an hour ahead of time. I can't say that we're always great about that, but really pay attention to what time the parks open, what time they close, and um, make sure you have a couple of alarms set on your phone because there are no alarm clocks in the room. So make drives me nuts but um but that that i think time management and and knowing how long it it's not bad i mean you're up but it does take time to for the bus driver to pick you up and drive you to wherever you're going so allow yourself plenty of time yep and park hours and change time. up till day of so yes. they, right. they can change at any time yes and sometimes you can actually go through the gates before the time that it actually opens yep so yeah. sometimes it's a couple minutes. Sometimes it may be all the, the jump you need on riding one of the rides that you really want to ride. Yeah. So I think one of my, the other things I love about Disney beyond the food and drink, which are <laughs> up here. And then this next one, fireworks is just slightly below that for me. And one of the things with Disney fireworks is they look awesome from almost anywhere, but especially at magic kingdom where you have uh, projections on the castle and main street being lit up where you watch the fireworks from can be pretty important, especially if it's your first trip. You know, if you've been gone a couple times a year, it's, it's, you know, you watch them from other places and if it's not optimal, then you're okay with it. But the fireworks um, dessert parties are amazing for getting you a great location. They're not cheap. Um, But to me, that's one of the things that's almost always worth it is you get a cool dessert party where you get some, you know, some fun foods to try and that type of thing. And a lot of them, if you're, if you are, are an adult and you want to enjoy a few beverages they have beer and wine like at the magic kingdom one now um so Mm -hmm. there's there's that as well to kind of bring some more value to it for you but then they'll take you down and if you do say the garden view dessert party you get that spot right in the garden just before the hub on main street and it is the perfect view um Mm -hmm. so that's i think one of my biggest things is we've done the dessert parties in every park except animal kingdom and i would do all of them again because I, I just, I love fireworks and Disney to me, the quintessential Disney experience is standing on main street and seeing the fireworks. And I mean, you've got people hugging and crying because they're so excited to see it. It's just, it's the most amazing thing about a Disney trip to me. And um, yeah, I think, I think that that's a really good way to guarantee a good spot for it. So you're not camping out two hours ahead of time and losing all that time that you could have spent doing other fun activities. So that's, that's, I think my last real big tip. Yeah, everybody loves a good firework show. Perfect way yeah. to end the night. What about you, Kevin? So yeah. I got one more. So for transportation and that kind of thing, um, if you're staying at the parks, it's not necessary really, unless you really want to go off, you know, outside the bubble, um, and you rent a car. Um, you will have to pay for parking, whether you stay off property or on. If you park and you know go into the parks, so if you're staying at the resort, I would say. Um, try to find either a minivan or Uber or 
Uh, I think Mears does a transportation service. I did that back for the Dopey Race weekend. Um, that will save you some money there. You don't there the transportation options at the at the resorts are so well done that you really don't need that. Um, you know, you really don't need a, a, a rental car for that. Um, and if you do need to go from point A to point B in a quick manner where you know you would have to hop two buses you can always use uber or lyft or whatever to to make that jump so um, yep. and there are drop-off and pickups at every resort and park for ride sharing so um it's been a game changer for me being there it's it's nice not to have to worry about a car and then trying to find it at yeah. the end of the day uh, that can yeah. be a challenge too so yep. Yeah, that's the worst, especially when you have people in your group that are cranky, tired, hungry, and then you may even have kids that need to go to bed. So, you know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's, right. that's and some of that transportation options—they're super fun. I mean, the monorail yeah, you see in all the commercials. So, yeah, of course, every kid wants to ride that, right? And then the Skyliner is like one of the it's best awesome. attractions at Disney. Yeah, yeah it's. It's so fun. I think I mentioned it before. Me and my son rode that thing back and forth between Riviera and um, uh, Hollywood. Or I'm sorry, Riviera and Caribbean Beach and Pop Century. I don't know for 45 minutes to an hour one time because it's just so fun. But it gets yep. you around yeah. quickly. Yeah. I think my last one is when you're doing your planning phase, really take a look at the resorts that interest you. I know John mentioned early on to figure out what your plan is a little bit and kind of pick a resort around that. But that's one place that you can spend a lot of money or you can go fairly on the cheaper side if you need to with the different categories. So stay at the highest level that you're able to stay at comfortably. Obviously, don't break the bank doing it. But um, and then look at the different options of room categories and stuff inside that. I know even when we stay at the values, we like to get to preferred rooms. Um, they're closer to the lobby um, mm -hmm. after, after the miles and miles of walking whenever you're getting back. And then you know your room's all the way at the back of the resort. You just kind of dread that walk back to the room. So sometimes it's worth a splurge a little bit to stay in the preferred rooms there. Um, or some of the other resorts and moderates or the deluxes that have different transportation options that might be a little bit more convenient as well. So, Yeah, and Jeff, like you said, I mean, when you're looking at that, stay at the nicest one you you can without hurting your family and everything. I mean, obviously, it's a, it's easy for us to spend other people's money. I'll tell you, go stay at the Polynesian and the bungalows every time. But um, <laughs> I, mean, I get to come with you. Yeah, it would be amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. You spend so much time in the resorts. And I think one of the other tips that I didn't have written down, but just thinking about it is don't be afraid to spend a day at the resorts because yeah. they're awesome. They have... Yep great pools, great food, um, really good service. I mean, Jody, you mentioned a bunch of times about cast members. The resort cast members are awesome. They'll play games with you. They'll do all kind of cool stuff. So don't be afraid to, yeah. If it's a rainy day and you're quote unquote stuck at your resort, most of the resorts have really cool things to do. They have hidden Mickey scavenger hunts, or they'll have some sort of entertainment, even, I mean, not just the deluxe resorts. They're they really have them, but um, so don't be, you know, yep. don't be like, oh my gosh, our day's ruined because it's raining and we're stuck in our ponchos and running around. Um, there, there's some really fun things to do with the resorts. So Absolutely. yeah. All right. Well, we really hope that we gave you a couple of good tips. Do we have more? I, I have one more that I can't oh. believe nobody mentioned. Oh. The biggest Disney World planning trip for first timers or hundredth timers you need to listen to Disney with the Ducks podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is that is the biggest tip you can give someone, and it's going to make their trip awesome. It is. I believe no, nobody thought of that. <laughs> Shameless self-promotion. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm not afraid to. I'm not afraid to promote us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any other tips that we want to give before we wrap up? Nope. I think my list is clear. All right. Mine too. Well, if you are planning your first trip, just I hope you know that we're all quite jealous because you only get your first time or first time in a long time, one time. And um, it is exciting, but take it all in because it's, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. Okay, so I think that wraps us up and it's on to our very favorite time of the night. Da -da 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 -da. Time to end up with the ducks, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready for that. We are. <laughs> All right. So who's got their joke ready? 
Okay, so it's it's May 2022 right now, right? So we just got past April, and we're starting to see all the flowers and everything that that comes. So you know, if they say if April fr- if April showers bring May flowers, what do May flowers bring? The pilgrims. The pilgrims. Yes. Not <laughs> <laughs> that one. I I really really laughed way too hard at that earlier when I read it. So. I have a whole set of jokes that I put in my kids' lunchbox based on what holiday it is, and that's one that I use during Thanksgiving. So that's when I knew, which is shocking. That's a good one. So. That is a good one. Yeah, I liked it. It was very fun. All right. Who's up? What do you call the knight who's afraid to fight? I don't know. Surrender. Oh. Surrender. <laughs> All right, Kevin. All right, so I was going to tell a time-traveling joke, but you guys didn't like it. <laughs> but I'll tell it anyway. What's, what's brown and sticky? A stick. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I see I told you you, wouldn't, you didn't like it. That, that's two, you got two. That's two. Yeah. Yeah. When you're sneaking one in. It's clever. I like All it. All right. I've got one. How come hyenas are so healthy? Because laughter is the best medicine. <gasps> cool. We are on <laughs> point tonight. Nice. We got it. Yes. We got it. Laughter is the best medicine. <laughs> wow. That was awesome. That was super I, I, Yeah. I liked it. Those are some good jokes. I need Those a good laugh. You got to always have a laugh and a smile, yeah. right? Uh, and if you want more laughs and smiles, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and any other place that I'm forgetting. Don't forget uh, the duck tinder. Yes. Lonnie G would want us to mention it. Yes, Lonnie G. Yeah, he's really trying to build it up. Um, we are Disney with the Ducks, uh, and you will be able to find us. Um, please like, subscribe. We would really appreciate re- a review. Um, you know, Hopefully it's five stars, but you know. We'll take whatever review you want to give us. Uh, but we we appreciate your time and we look forward to engaging with you on our Facebook page and getting to know you all better um, because we have a pretty fun community and um, and we, we're we not always silly dad jokes. We've, we we have some fun too. And we have some, some you know, good tips that we can, but we're curious to hear what your tips were for first timers too. So Absolutely. is that it? Anybody else? Nope. We'll put a link to all of our um, different social media platforms in the show notes. So just click on those and I'll take you to where you need to go nice and easy. So awesome guys. Well, thank you so much for your time and we can't wait to hang out with you again. See ya. Waharini. Thanks guys. Bye everyone. Yeah. Where it's my tendency yeah. to just let it, happen and you know let carly do some magical editing or something you know but you I, guys I think keep saying carly doing all this editing like seriously it's me mm, no <laughs> no it's not no it's i'm not, not. buying it you, i'm it not, it not i don't all. believe that don't do that's dude that's what what kind of character defect is it when you have to take credit for what your wife does? yeah <laughs> that's awful <laughs> it's pretty horrible i do all the rough cuts i do all the splicing she puts the transition into. In i do not believe it nope <laughs> I'm going to leave something <laughs> hidden in there that said anti-Carly, just so you know that if it was her doing it, she would have cut that out. <laughs> <laughs>